Zerizut, exactly. To be swift and quick, alacrity to run after mitzvot from the our holy Prince of Musar, <laughs> Ramchal. Amazing. So it says, He says, I mean, this is a problem, a global problem we have with a lot of people. He said that they know what the right thing to do is. They don't do it. But do they do it? It stays here and here, but it doesn't come to... That's actually why when we put tefillin, we don't put it on our heart. We put it on our hand, across from our heart, to say, if you really care, do what? Action, action, and action. So it says, people, it's crystal clear what they have to do, and when they have to do, and why they have to do, to save their soul from the destruction, from wasting their life, right? And what their obligation is. Even though they become tambalsha. They become... Uh, like sloths. Sloth, yeah. Very slow. They're not with the program. They don't know... They don't do... What is um, incumbent upon them to what? Do. Not because they don't understand how important it is and their obligation to it and not any other reason. The body has overtaken the mind like in Dr. Joe's. Which means what's happened is, is that um They've been so accustomed to just playing video games the whole day or wasting off their life. The COVID has made a lot of people super lazy. He says, okay, okay, I should come to learn Mesilat Yesharim. Those two people that are missing tonight. <laughs> Shame on you guys. So it says, <laughs> so it's really, I should come to the Mesilat but let me eat a little... Let me sleep a little. It's too cold for me to come out. Unless you really don't have that excuse 99% of the time. <laughs> he said, now, I took off my coat. Because, you know, on the East Coast, it's freezing this time of year. So the guy says, oh, I took off my coat and my gloves and my scarf. Now I have to put them all back on. You know, excuses. If you're looking for excuses... God bless my dad's soul. His picture's right there. I'm telling you, he was never a man of excuses. If, if, he, if I had to do something and he, I wouldn't do it, he said, don't tell me. Don't give me excuses. Tell me you don't want to do it. This is all laziness. <laughs> you know? Excuses is just the reason for... If you want to do something, then you'll do it. You know? It says... Or then, uh, if it's too cold, you say, oh my God, I have to put on my scarf and gloves and winter jacket. If it's too hot, oh, I'm going to sweat. Oh, it's raining. Oh, it's snowing. It says, 
all these other bag of worms of different <laughs> excuses <laughs> these lazy people have. It says, It says, What's going to happen? The guy's not going to know how to put kefillin. Like somebody was worried, right? What's, what's end up going to happen? So we said that the, the, this uh, laziness it doesn't kill you right away, but it causes you to waste your time and not be focused and take the opportunity of learning. And so it says, after a while, the guy doesn't know. Like seriously. Like his son or grandson is going to ask him, why do we do this? Why do we do this? Is he going to be able to teach him anything? If he's empty of Torah, he can, you know. And then, basically what ends up happening is that in the sum total, the Torah has been left to become antique, right? And... Um, his entire service to, to, to Hashem has gotten rotten and sour because he doesn't do it. He says, This is what Shlomo Melech He says, With, uh, with uh, lazy people, they keep on putting off the repair. So the fucking rule after it. <laughs> right? So it says, He says, Don't remember we were learning the other day on Alishur? Rabbi says that the later you come, you get to becomes more spiritual. So he says, this, Actually, um, the, uh, the uh, it's exactly what he's saying here. Because here he says, he says, he says this uh, lazy person, Tambal Shah, he's going to bring even uh, Talmudic and Midrashic and sources that say, oh, if I try too hard, I'm going to die. Ah, la, 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 excuses. Which means, this person, don't think he could technically be a religious person. You know, Shomer Shabbat is that. But he has the potential to learn, let's say, five hours a day, he learns one hour a day. Ah, what are you doing with the other four hours? Ah. He says that and this says that and, you know. I gotta be relaxed. Not half an hour relaxation a day, but five, you know. What's happened is he's tricking himself. You know? He says, he's not being intellectually honest with himself. You know what I mean? Where, 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 where is all this stuff coming from? You know where? The source of it is just laziness. God bless my dad. It's true. It's just, it's just excuses. It says, He says, It says, um, He doesn't want to go to the Torah. He doesn't want to go to the Torah. He doesn't want to go but if he if he if he had a wife, or an honest brother, or a good friend, or a good rabbi, and he um, was um, had the integrity to know to be a good listener. My Rosh Hashiva Zatzal, God bless his soul, he's right there. He said that uh, one has to uh, 
Be a shomeya, which means a good listener, to have integrity. Which means if you always are full of yourself and you don't your nuclear-proof concrete around your head on a Linux of truth, of your faults, then you're going to end up in your pit of darkness forever and you're never going to be able... There's, like a, there's a lifeline that can save you from drowning. And that is, if somebody that comes from an independent, you know, unbiased source and says, hey, listen, you're wasting your life away. You know? And that's, as a teacher, you know, sometimes that's the saddest part. That's truly, truly a tragedy. Where sometimes you see the kid is so sharp. And if he actually would have used his time right, he would have been such a sadiq and chacha, talmid chacham, and, but he has bad friends or he's addicted to sexual... Whatever reason is stopping him from reaching his what? That's so sad. It's not like the guy is um, mentally handicapped. You know, it's like we said, we have some of our friends, they have... We, it's sad. They, you know, they've had trauma, they've had abuse, they have a, really have learning disabilities. But some people, it's the laziness that's the biggest sickness in there. And they find, you know, they're in a group of bad friends... If this guy would have been with a good friends, he would have been such an all-star, Sadiq. So he says, that's why, you know, it's priceless a good friend and a good Rebbe, somebody that's like a, a good mentor, tell you, hey, cut the nonsense. And... Um, get with the program. Get with the program. Be the best you can be. Why? Why should you... Why should one settle for being uh, mediocre? Because ultimately that's the shame of Olam Haba. In the next world, that's the shame. That you, you're able to see the spiritual palaces of your friends, the people that actually used every single second of their time, and then you that didn't, it's shameful. Because you know you could have, you understand? We have to make something clear. Somebody that doesn't have the potential to do something, God doesn't expect of them. But the guy that expects, you know. So it says, It says, uh, the lazy person is like a wise guy. He says, I know more than the seven smartest people of the city, elders of the city. Because he's becoming like a cocaine addict. He's so addicted to this laziness, he doesn't want to move his tuchis. That what ha- ends up happening is sadly, he'll make any and every excuse to back up his lifestyle of wasting time and life and slow motion and, like you said it the best, sloth, S L O, turtle lifestyle, snail lifestyle. And he says, And he says, He actually doesn't even laugh when people tell him, Look. Why are you not wasting your? Why are you wasting your time? Like, I mean, I'll be really honest. A lot of these people I've seen, instead of having a good time, they should save their money, because it's very expensive to get married here in Los Angeles. No money, no honey, and it's just—it's a happy-go-lucky, you know. They—they—they're just wasting away their life and time. And according to Torah. You should start thinking about marriage 18. Okay, now people are not so mature, but at least by 24, 25. 
halachically. So that, everything you do in your life should be to that goal. We're not even talking about necessarily the guy becoming a Talmud Chacham or very, you know, but it's just so heartbreaking. I didn't used to be religious and looking back, so, so many of these friends, I, God willing, hopefully have grandchildren soon. They're not even married yet. It's sad. They were lazy with their first mitzvah of the Torah to be what? Fruitful and multiply. So these same people, they'll bring you home. Oh, Rabbi! The girls were too, I'm too picky. The girls were too picky. And then up. He never got married, never had kids. You know, the whole thing went down the drain. See, that's a very good example of this. Where, so this wise guy, lazy guy, he says he makes fun of them and says these guys are shooted, these guys are so silly. They should take life. What? Oh my God! We know a lot of few people in our. <laughs> we know. We know. <laughs> yeah, it's. I call the So he thinks everybody's an ignoramus. And doesn't know what they're doing, and only he knows. West, Mister no Beach Bum, that uh, doesn't. Uh, Beach Bum. Yeah, he's. Uh, he says you should know. He's giving us a global. This is so important in life, Jason, and that is in life. You know, there's a lot of thick halachot, which we're going to get to soon. But the most uh, beautiful way of becoming complete in your Torah is to know the global general rule. So you know what it is? The general rule regarding uh, Musar is anytime you want to make your life easier and not do what you're supposed to do, like not pray, not go learn Torah, not keep Shabbat, not things... You have to audit yourself seven times. Is the reason that I'm taking it easy because really I need to take it easy? Or is it because... What's the source? Lazy. Laziness. Oh, I really love this part. I, uh, it says, Shekol kula serikha bedika. Anytime you want to take it easy, this is actually one of the final lessons in the Torah. It says, Hayom la'asotam... You know what that means? It means, ah, oh, God bless my Rebbe, Rabbi Grossman. One of the first people that uh, recorded the entire Talmud in English in class for Daf Yomi. He said, after 120 years, you have plenty of time to sleep, eight feet under. Now's the time to, you know what? Move, Move and accomplish and. Grab these mitzvahs. They're free. They don't even cost you money. Because they're priceless, you know? She says, Okay, let's say, for example, let's say a rabbinical student in Kolel, Jason, Gushmidi, let's say he has a hard regimen, he learns 14 hours a day. Now his doctor came and told him, Whatever, you're, you need to exercise a half an hour a day, whatever, your blood pressure, this, that, that, that. Fine. Or his wife needs him to help more. 
So the reason that he's not learning as much or doing as much for Hashem is because he's helping Hashem in another way. Taking care of yourself is also a very big mitzvah. But he's saying oftentimes than not, when you're trying to take it easy, it's not coming from a kosher place. It's coming from yeah. from who? Satan. From the Satan. And he says, you really have to audit yourself and get to the source of the root of the problem. But if actually, you know, you really, really were to thou self be true, you really looked into it, it's not coming from tambal, it's not coming from laziness, then that's okay, good, that's good. It's actually good for you to take it more easy because your doctor said whatever, you need to spend more time taking care of your health or whatever. Because, you know, dead people can't learn Yesharim. So, you know, if it's, uh, you have to do something for your health, that's fine. Klalo He says the general rule is, He says you really need to supercharge yourself and always give yourself a big pat on the back and, you know, really like put yourself into overdrive because the natural tendency is what? Always to do what? Is to take it easy. I remember I told you in Derech Hashem, he says another idea, that it's not only that your body itself is, um, is lazy. The environment around you, like mm-hmm. the city we're in especially, the beach, beach bum city. <laughs> right? It's, it's, uh, it's all about taking it easy. And, and that's sad. You know what I mean? So he says... The angels are the perfect example of alacrity, serizut. Because in Tehillim 103, David says that they're powerful. They listen to Hashem and they do, right? You know, some people, they say, say, say a lot. But they don't do. They don't do. From here to here, they, 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 they preach to other people. But when it comes to themselves, they sit on their tuchis and... Like, for example, I, I want to let you know something. Like, um, I was thinking maybe one of the classes we could do with Elliot is the difference between the Hasidic and the Mithnagadim. Because, you know, the Ashkenazim have two different camps. The Hasidic and not Hasidic. But, like, a major problem... Did I see people that are lazy? It's like they break so many halacha because Shema Yisrael, you have to say it within the first three hours of the day. You know that. Tefillah, Shachrit, you have to really pray within the four hours. That's why Eitan always comes to the big shul to get people. But um, when a person is always um, lazy, it leads to disastrous things, you know? And it says... It says that, you know, the angels are like lightning quick. The prophet Yechezkel said. That's showing us that the angels that are in the real world, they know that when Hashem says something, it's got to be done now. Not when you go ask somebody from a donation. He says, oh, I'll give it next year. There's a guy I knew... He was like, uh, I told you this last time. He like he owns like uh, five hundred different mm. 
button stores, but n- never, whatever you tell them to. It's it's sad. It says, Adam hu Adam Obviously, we know we human beings have limitations of the physical world, right? Although the Sadiqim, some of them, it's very hard to distinguish between their humanity and angelicness. They're so pure, right? But it says, He says, okay, we're not expecting you that you should to be as mighty and lightning speed quick as a what? Angel. He says, but as much as we can become angelic and become, you know what? Uh, powerful in our doing of the mitzvot, lightning quick, the better, right? Which means, um, pretty soon, you should know, we're going to get to a part of the Mesilla Yesharim, which it becomes very, very, very like, high, lofty places, you know? And it's not so practical or easy for the average person to get to these things. Like Zerizut and Zehirut, my Rosh Hashiva used to say, is the basis of the ladder. It's like the found. If you don't have these, you... Yeah. you what? Yeah. But he says, at least you always have to know the goal. You have to know how the sky's the limit, then you try to get how high you can get. That's what Aramchal is saying. He's saying, we know the angels are like lightning quick. Okay, maybe we can't do that. Especially as you get older, but you could try to be as the best you could be. David Amelech says in Tehillim 119, David Amelech also says, he says, God, I always was thought about it and I never delayed to watch your mitzvot. So he says here, Matasio Solomon explains. He says that He says the angels don't even have this ingrained. They don't even know what laziness is. You understand? It's their nature to be lightning fast. So he says the same thing with us. Practice makes perfect. You know that. Yeah. But the question is, we are we are not angels. So he says, he says a beautiful thing. He says, you know what the definition of malach means? Malach means a mission. Like there's a certain angel called Raphael. His mission is to bring healing to people, right? Gabriel, if God needs to punish people, God. So he says, we also have a mission in this world. And until you fulfill that mission, you're going to have to become reincarnated. You know that. So he says, that's sort of, so he says, it says that um, in the Tanakh, in Navi, it says that Yeshua sent angels. And you know, sometimes Moses is called a, is an angel. You know that? Because it says, it's God sent the angel and took us out of Egypt. Which angel was that? So he says we, we, it's interchangeable. Sadikim are sometimes called what? Malachim. 
says, when you, Rabbi Solomon says a beautiful thing here. He says, when you fulfill your mission in life, that's when you become on the high level of what? An angel. You understand? He says, because that, again, when you're, it's like, you're, imagine you're a postman. Like, the best thing is Amazon. You got to get the thing there by a day or two. Which means, we want, we want Mashiach to come sooner. If, if, if we would leave Mashiach to these lazy people, we would come for another million years. You understand? You know what I'm saying? And it's sad, because just like the angel has a mission, each one of us has a certain mission. This Arizal says this. Each soul has a certain light to bring into the world, mission into the world that nobody else can bring. He says, if you if you if you if you're not serious about your mission, it's 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 gonna it's uh, it's not only first class mail, right? We have to do we have to be our relationship with Hashem regarding our mission has to be first class service, right? Boom. But he says it's so sad if you don't realize and engrave in yourself and inculcate and grow this idea of being swift and light and zerizut then you're never going to do your mission. And that's why he's trying to bring the angel, he's bringing. The Ramchal is trying to say that angels always do their mission. Right? They never come back empty-handed to God, the angels, do they? So he says, over here in the end, So he says, the the reason that he ends up this chapter 6, by the way, just in chapter 6 in the Ramchal, is to teach us that just like angels... Like lightning seed, Amazon Prime stock. They do what they is coming on them to do. So too, we are also been sent into this world to. I'm bring light into the world, in a very special and unique way that only our soul knows through our special uniqueness. So Hashem said, "It's sad. By hook or by crook, we're going to have to do it. You know that." There's the idea of Gilgul, reincarnation. If you don't do it this time, you're going to have to do it next time. And it's very painful. People sometimes get amused. Oh, this guy became a Gilgul of a frog or a Gilgul. But it's very painful to the Nisham. The Nisham would rather be where? Sitting next to the holy cherry. But, the Nisham should be supposed to fill 